0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pláticas with Your Hermana, the show where we dive in into a wide range of topics with mujeres poradosas. I'm your host, HAU UCLA historian intern for the 2023 winter quarter, Adriana Roman. Happy Week 10, everyone. I hope you're all taking some time to rest and take care of yourselves before finals. Today's songwreck is brought to you by one of our guests, Sophia, and it is Sold Out of Love by the Nude Party. Today we have our very own PR intern and campus liaison, Sofia Serpa and Alma Ortega with us today. For today's episode, we will be talking a little bit about our academic journeys at UCLA, especially being Latinas in STEM. Hi Sofia and Alma, thank you so much for joining us. Could you please introduce yourselves a little bit for our audience? You can say your name, your pronouns, where you're from, your age, your year,
1: and your major at UCLA. Hi everyone, I'm Sophia Pranajir Eya. I'm the public relations intern this quarter. I'm from Southgate, California, which is in like Southeast LA area. I'm 19, I'm second year, and my major here at UCLA is molecular cell and developmental biology, but I usually just shorten it to MCD Bio. Hi everyone, my name is Alma. So sorry for my voice, I'm losing it. Um, <laughs>
2: um Okay, so pronoun she, her, Eya. I'm from Moreno Valley in California, which is like in Riverside. So if you know where that is, like, hey, hi, buddies. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'm 19 years old. I'm a second year, and I'm pre-HBS, which is a human bio society major here at UCLA. Yes.
0: Um, so we will just dive into our topic today. So um, one of our first questions, you know, intro to STEM, um, what made you pursue your chosen major slash career? Um, okay, so I'll go ahead and start. Um, <clears throat> I chose
2: like the whole STEM field just because I knew for like the longest time, especially like biology, I just always knew that like <clears throat> I was more interested in like a medical aspect of things and like how the body works, how like human bodies function. Um that I don't know, that's just always been like super interesting to me and then obviously watching Grey's Anatomy like,
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, for me, major-wise, I honestly don't know why I chose such an in-depth major, but there was like such a good range to choose from, and I knew that they would all help me like prepare for med school. So, um, but like career-wise, I've uh, been wanting to go into emergency medicine, specifically like emergency physician. Um, there's just like a lot of firemen in my family and like a couple nurses too. So like oh, they always tell me like their stories of like the types of emergencies they tend to. So i always wanted to like, be able to give back the same way they do, just from a different perspective.
0: Oh, that's nice, that's nice. Um, for me, I'm a cognitive science major, and um, I just really like um, psychology, and my major is very interdisciplinary, and I'm trying to specialize in computing. Um, so I just kind of really um, like the idea of um, blending psychology and computing in one, and yeah. Uh, So our next question is, what has your experience been like as a Latina at UCLA, like, generally?
1: Um, Academically, it has been a struggle, I'm not going to lie. Not everything is as easy as people may think, uh, no matter how intelligent they think you are for being a student at UCLA. Um, You know, there's certain fields where you don't see many people like you, and that's, like, when the imposter syndrome kicks in. So that can be very hard and, like... Just even like the littlest things, like midterms and final season is never easy. There's always, I well me personally, I've had like a lot of back-to-back exams, so it's always like hard to prioritize which ones you wanna study for first and like which ones you feel like are more important that you do better on. I mean, obviously all of them are like important to do good on, but like sometimes you gotta prioritize one over the other.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> um, I think for me, Um, it's definitely been very different because I grew up in a community that was very, like, predominantly, um, Latino and then also, like, black, so coming to UCLA was a lot, it it was just, like, a big change because you see, you don't see, like, that same diversity, um, that you're, like, you might have been surrounded by at home, so, like, that was different, and then the pace is also, like, so much faster than like high school and I don't know, like even taking AP classes, like I thought I was going to be okay. I was like, no, college is going to be fun. Like I'm going to be chilling. No, (laughs) no, it's, oh my God, it's so fast. And like, um, just like Sophia, I also have like back to back midterms and exams Mm -hmm. all the time. So it's like, I never catch a break. Um, And so yeah, like it's just been rough. And like being Latina, it just, you kind of feel not alone. Because you have people, but, like, alone. Because it's not not like everyone you're surrounded by is the same as you or, like, similar.
0: No, yeah. I definitely have to agree with you, Alma. Um, I grew up in the IE as well. And um, so my high school was um, mostly POC. So coming here, it was definitely, like, a culture shock because it is a predominantly white institution. Um, So you don't see as many, um, you know, Latinos in your STEM classes, and it's kind of... Um, you know, shocking, and it's a little scary because you're like, you feel like you're the only one there. You're not, but it, that's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. Um. So it can definitely be a little daunting when it comes to like, studying for exams and like, um. You know, getting those grade backs that sometimes mm-hmm. aren't where you want them to be.
1: Yeah. And then I was also gonna add like the what to pointed out about like you're alone, but like, not really at the same time because mm-hmm. like I was gonna say like socially being a Latina at UCLA has been awesome because like finding hermanas yes. yes. has been like an absolute blessing and like I wouldn't be able to get through like any of this without like the love and support of like all my hermanas mm-hmm. and it's always fun when like the Latinx population at UCLA comes together because you know we always know how to have a good time yes so, <laughs> <we're absolutely. laughs> um,
0: yeah yeah. I do have to agree with you I think Edmanas has definitely like you know helped me find my space helped me mm, find um, sure. people to you know create like little city groups within classes or like um, it just shows me that I'm not alone. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's really nice. Um, so our next question would be, how do you think your upbringing or culture has influenced your studies?
1: Um, so I am first gen, which um, I'm pretty sure Alman can also relate to. Um, my brother and I were the first ones to go to college. So it was kind of like up to us to sort of like set an example for like our younger like cousins and relatives or whatever because you know like they're going to be looking up to us so like we want to make sure like they have a good um example or like yeah they have a good example to follow and um you know they're not like falling behind and that they know that like we're going to be there to help them um with like anything they they may need um and then also like the struggle with making coming to UCLA worth it because a lot of people are just like oh people go to UCLA and like they don't really they go to like such a prestigious school but like they don't use or like take advantage of it and they like, come out with like nothing like they never took advantage of like the time that they spent there um to you know actually do something with <laughs> their life um there's also like family expectations um You know you never want to like disappoint your parents because they've done so much for you and like my grandpa He always says like siempre echa ganas, like never forget like that you can do whatever you set your mind to um and that um, You know just going to UCLA is such like basically like such a flex, but like (laughs) Also like remain humble. Yeah, so yeah
2: Um, I think for me Okay, I'm actually not first-gen. Oh, uh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, My mom did go to college, so, like, that helps because she understands sometimes. But um, she didn't go, like, straight out of high school. She had, like, kids first, and then she, like, ended up pursuing um, a career, like, college. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't, like, traditional, but um, I would say I'm, like, the first in my family to go to, like, a, a four-year university, like, straight out of high school. And... Um, um, and it's like being in the STEM field, um, so yeah, um, but also like, I don't know, I feel like my family, I got really lucky because they understand the importance of like academics and a career and like not just going straight to like a job like after high school, so I think, um, I was super blessed to have a lot of support and a family that like understood all of my like struggles and um, like not undergrad, like, in um, high school and, like, even below that. Um, and even now, like, they understand. So, like, they, they helped me prioritize my education, which I'm super grateful for. Um, but, yeah, like, <laughs> like Sophia said, they always tell me, like, echale ganas, like, ponte las pilas. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: Yeah. I've definitely heard those phrases, um, you know, growing up. Um, I am Christian, so I think just growing up... Um, So my parents' academics were always very important. They were always very, like, emphasized. They're like, "Um, you, like, you want to make sure you go to college. Like, we're going to get you into a university. Like, they really pushed me to just kind of, like, do what I wanted to do and, like, to really challenge myself academically. And I think that's kind of why I decided to go into STEM as well, Mm -hmm. like, a little bit. Um, But, yeah, I think um, just in general, um, I think... His, like Hispanic households kind of push um, college on you a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely a big reason of how I got into UCLA, why I got into UCLA, why I wanted to come here. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. But they're always supportive. That's oh, the thing. Yes. Like, no matter that's how much true. they push you, they challenge you, they're always going to support you because yeah. they want to do what's best for you or they yes. want you to succeed. So mm-hmm. like I said, to like, they're always gonna be there to support you. Like they understand. Like I can agree with that. Like my family also understand. Like everything that I go through. So they're yeah. always like, just take time off if you need to, but still like, put in the effort to maintain like your success because mm-hmm. it's gonna be worth it in the end. Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Um. So moving on to like I guess you could say our next topic is, uh, is STEM struggles. Um. So our first question would be. What is something, um, yeah, what is something that has been the best and hardest thing you've faced as a Latina in STEM? Oh,
2: okay. So, I would start, okay, I'm going to start with the hardest thing. Um, I feel like being a Latina in STEM is really difficult because you don't see a lot of Latinas. And not even just Latinx in general, like, they're not they don't dominate the field. yeah. So it can feel really lonely and you feel like you're struggling a lot, mm-hmm. like alone, um, especially since like a lot of the classes are so like heavy and hard. Um, it's like finding study buddies. It's like yeah. you look specifically for the Latinx or like POC mm-hmm. in your class and like, yeah. I don't know, That's it's really hard. Um, I've definitely felt imposter syndrome yeah. being in the STEM field. Here at UCLA, as a Latina, um, I don't know, Like (laughs) that's probably the hardest thing, but like the best? I
0: don't
1: know. (laughs) Do you want to talk about your hardest first? Um, Yeah, yeah, I guess I could go with my hardest. It's kind of similar, kind of just like piggybacking off of what Alma said. Um, Imposter syndrome has probably been one of the hardest things I faced as a Latina in STEM. Because, like she said, the STEM field is mostly, like, a, I guess I'll just say, like, white, like, male-dominated field. So, like, even, like, there's not even just, like, a lot of women in general. It's just, like, and then specifically, like, Latina women. Um, So, it's, like, really hard to just, like, find your people and find people that understand the struggles that you're going through. Because, you know, not everybody learns and um like uh, retains their knowledge like at the same pace so like some for some people it may take longer to like learn this chemistry concept or like you know um so it's just yeah that would probably have to be like the hardest thing um just trying to feel like you belong yeah even when you know like you like you know you belong like you know you're here for a reason and you deserve to be here but it's just the environment sometimes is not as like welcoming as you would expect or like want it to be yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah um mine is very similar i would say um it's trying not to compare myself to other people especially when it's like there's like one thing that you're like struggling with and you get your exam back and like you Failed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, (laughs) and then it's like the person next to you or like someone that you know, they're like, oh, it was so easy. Like, how did you not understand that? Um, yeah. So it's definitely hard, um, at times, you know, telling myself like, oh, um, like, yeah. Trying to like not compare myself Mm -hmm. to them because like they might have like a private tutor or they Mm -hmm. might have like resources that I don't, that I don't have available to me. Mm -hmm. Um, um, so that's definitely been, um, you know, something that's that I've struggled with that I'm still working on, like right now. Yeah, um, sure. But I think it's just, we just have to remind ourselves that um, it's hard right now, but eventually with time and with practice, it'll get easier and easier. And yeah, one grade isn't the end of the world.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. so true. That is <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, it's definitely hard being a Latina in STEM, especially at UCLA, but like, I don't know, I
2: feel like it's... It's also really rewarding and that's like gonna lead to my best the best thing i faced here Mm -hmm. um once i like not overcome the imposter syndrome but like in that minute (laughs) overcoming i don't think i'll ever overcome it um Mm -hmm. i i like remember that i made it here and like i earned my way at this like to be here um and like i'm i don't know how to explain it like (laughs) I earned my way here, and, like, I'm doing this not just for me. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this to get, like, a really good education and to get where I want to be. And, like, remembering that one day I might be saving someone's life, or, like, I'll be so birthing funny. someone's baby. Like, yeah. it brings joy. And, I don't know, I feel like that's, it's not, like, it's something that I face, but, like, I don't know, that's something really good about being in the STEM field. It's just, like, remembering your end goal and, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why you're doing it and like it helps you overcome the hard things that you face yes yeah. yes definitely.
1: Yeah. um for me it's it okay that's one of the best things um <laughs> like another thing that i just kind of like thought of off the top of my head was realizing how much i've learned and how much like a big brain i am basically <laughs> like, like i don't know i hope that like, or that doesn't come across like in a bad way but like i've learned so much and like i'll go home and i'll like explain to my mom like literally this last weekend my mom picked me up because i was going home and i was explaining to her on the drive home because there was traffic on the 405 obviously yes. <laughs> so, so i just took the time to explain to her what um what we had done in my chem lab that day mm-hmm. and she was like so so confused and I'm all happy that I'm that I was even able to remember like what I did and like what everything was done for, like what the purpose of each step was. And she was like, Wow, you're like actually smart. I was like, Oh, I, like, oh, I hope so. But um yeah, just being able to like realize like how much I've learned and how much that's gonna help me. In the future to get to where I want to be, like Mm -hmm. that's just like probably one of the most rewarding feelings Mm -hmm. ever as far as like being a Latina in STEM. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would say for me, um, the best thing um, about being a Latina in STEM is the community because just Mm -hmm. meeting another fellow Mm -hmm. Latina, whether it's just in STEM in general or in my same major, Mm -hmm. I just feel like there's like an instant connection that you feel or like. Um, and it's like you'll plan like study dates or like um, it's kind of you help each other out and you make each other feel like less alone. Also, um, if you ever meet like upperclassmen like, fellow, like, Latinos that were in your major, they'll, like, help you, like, immediately. Like, they'll, like, immediately be like, anything you need, like, I'm right here, like, I'll help you no matter what. And I think that's just, like, such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Also knowing that one day you could do that for someone and you'll be able to help someone else. That is so true. That will be Mm -hmm. in your shoes. I think is really nice. Um, Okay, so now moving on, our next question is... Um, what research, resource slash study skill has helped you thus far? Like, the
1: most. Um, as far as resource or, like, study skill, um, that is tough because I still have not found, like, as far as studying goes, I have not found a good strategy that is like, <laughs> sufficient enough for me to, like, keep doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Okay, so for like the last couple quarters, there's been a few classes that I've had that like the professors aren't the best teachers Mm -hmm. at or with the content, so um, I always find myself falling back on like Google, like the internet, like YouTube, (laughs) um, the organic chemistry tutor on YouTube (laughs) has been my lord and savior (laughs) for the last two quarters, I'm not gonna lie. But, like, a little more on, like, a serious note, kind of like what Adriana said for, like, the last question, Um, finding people who are, like, upperclassmen and specifically in your same major, um, I feel like that has been, like, a resource that I've taken advantage of a lot because, um, you know, they've been, like, in my shoes, so they know exactly, like, the struggle, or they know exactly, like, what I'm feeling and, like, the struggles of like making sure you're studying the proper uh, material for like a certain exam, and um, just like helping each other out is just like very. It feels very like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like I don't know. I just feel very appreciative. That's the word I was trying to find. <laughs> appreciative that like people are willing to um, you know take time out of their own busy schedule to be able to sit down and, like, help you and, like, walk you through um, the material so that way I can understand it because, um, yeah, like I said, like, they've been in my shoes so, like, they know how hard it must have been or how hard it must be for me to, you know, um, be able to understand everything that I'm, like, learning.
2: I definitely agree. I think, I think my, like, biggest resource has been talking to upperclassmen or like people who have taken the class already Um, because I feel like I also don't know my like study methods or like study techniques but I also Mm -hmm. feel like it changes for every class. How you study for biology is going to be so different from how you study for like general chemistry and then like organic chemistry because it's like some you can do practice problems others like you review concepts so it's like it's Mm -hmm. very different Um, and I think once you learn that like things I wouldn't say it easier. Like, the content never gets easier, but, like, yeah. it gets more doable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, asking um, people who have already taken the class, like, upperclassmen. Okay, so, like, asking upperclassmen and, like, people who have already taken the class is, like, super helpful because they'll they'll either, like, give you... Resources like all their like homeworks or like the study stuff, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, not that we do that though, (laughs) Um, for for legal purposes, we don't do that, but (laughs) um, those are usually good resources because it's like it gives you extra practice, especially like when they have like different practice, like midterms and stuff Uh like that. That's super helpful. Um, it just like gives you more opportunities, um, which is something that. The white people have that we
0: don't. Yeah, so it's, like, it's really good to take advantage of those opportunities when you have them. Um, but yeah, I would say those are my like favorite. That's my resource. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to agree. Yeah, reaching out to upperclassmen or also um, the test bank in CPO. Oh. Um, they have a test gosh. bank if you guys yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and I mean they have it, so it's not like illegal or anything. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, just like because it gives you like extra practice on like exams mm-hmm. and stuff um so I think just like at least for me that's what I like what helps me out the most is like doing practice exams and just like yeah it prepares me for the for the tests yeah but yeah that's true um so our next question is what advice would you give to other Latinas in STEM okay so um to all my baddies that are in STEM
2: do not give up I know that it's hard, especially like in your first year. But your first year is going to be like the hardest because of how much adjustment you have to make. Um, like I said earlier, it doesn't get easier, but it gets more doable. And like I know that sounds totally like cliche, and like everyone says that, but like it's so true. It's so real. I didn't believe it, but now I do because um, second year, like I don't know if it's just like the second year vibe or like what it is. Like my classes are just different, but I don't know. I feel like I'm doing a lot better than I did last year. Um, So, just like keep pushing. Um, Never give up on yourself. We believe in you. Hermanas has you. Like, yes. Your fellow hermanas want to see you succeed. No one wants to see you fail. No one wants to see you down. So, like, why would you want to see yourself fail and, like, let yourself? So, like, just keep pushing. Um, And then, honestly, I used to pull all nighters to, like, study. (laughs) Baby, it's not worth it. No, honestly. You need your in order to understand (laughs) what is going to be like what the question is asking you on those exams so like prioritize your health your mental health your sleep and like get your studying in that will happen when you like get your priorities
1: in order but like please please (laughs) sleep that's that's Mm my thing yes yes um uh pretty much the same thing honestly but what I do want to add is don't be afraid to ask for help Mm -hmm. Um, just because you don't understand something and you need to ask for help does not like belittle your ability to um, succeed in the STEM field. Um, and then also, kind of like what Adma said, your mental health is and should be your number one priority when it comes to um, being at such a prestigious institution. Um, because it does get hard, but like she said, it gets more doable. I'm not going to say it gets easier because, yeah, like she said, it does not get easier, (laughs) but it gets more doable. I feel like for all my first years, I was in your shoes a year ago (laughs) and it was scary coming into such a big university with, um, you know, so many people from different backgrounds. So it is scary, but you will get used to it and it'll be more um, what's the word? It'll be okay. Let me just say it. it'll be easier to navigate um, this, you know, journey that you're on because you're not alone. You have so many resources, whether that's Edmanas, shout out to Edmanas, yes. <laughs> whether that's Edmanas, um, you know, your academic counselors, um, your TAs, your even your professors. You know, go to their office hours. Take advantage of office hours because you never know, like, that could honestly change your entire understanding of a specific course that you may be struggling in, so, again, just don't be afraid to ask for help, because, um, it's your given right to succeed, because you made it here, so, you have the right to succeed, you deserve to succeed, and we all want to see y'all succeed, so, yeah. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) yes, definitely. Um,
0: I feel like you guys said most of what I was going to say, but I do want (laughs) to add. So I agree with what you guys said, but I do want to add also, um, please do not get discouraged or um, disappointed or like anything if you get a bad grade. My first Mm -hmm. ever midterm year, I failed it completely. It was terrible. Um, I remember crying after it. It was just not good at all, and I ended up passing the class. So, <laughs> so, true it, honestly just like don't get discouraged, um, and definitely surround yourself by people who, um, are kind of like in your same shoes or people that make you feel good, um, because mm-hmm. and definitely, like, um, you know, um, lean on those friendships and use those friendships to, you know, mm-hmm. um, help be yourself, um, get out of your head when you need to, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah definitely like surrounding yourself with people, like good people who are gonna push you forward and like help you prioritize your education yes. is super important because I know like I mean obviously you're going to have like those fun friends that are like good for like the fun and like the social but yeah. if you let them like let you stray away from your academics like it will mm-hmm. reflect in your grades yeah. mm-hmm. um, not saying like those people are bad to have because like they're fun yeah, but yeah. like sometimes I'm that person it's but like so <laughs> but also like just don't let social social life like take away from your academics. Because it can yeah. happen.
1: Yeah. Try to find a balance. That's yes. probably like one of the biggest things that we could advise for y'all. Try to find a balance because things will get hectic. You know, there'll be weekends when you have to study for an an exam, but like there's also a party going on and you really want to go to because the rest of your friends are going. But um you will know for yourself like what's more important and what um, you should prioritize. So, like, maybe this weekend, you'll stay, stay in, study for your exam, but, like, the next weekend, there may be another party that you could go to and, you know, have the time of your life because you go to UCLA and you're a baddie. So, yes. <laughs> and there's always another party. Like Yeah, there's always another party. There's no. always. Thursday
0: to Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess that could kind of, um, I have a follow-up question. How do you guys um, specifically balance your social life with your
1: school life? Um, kind of like what I just said, you know, (laughs) um, there's, you know, important deadlines, um, that are coming up. I try not to, you know, stray away from having any social interaction at all, but like, I still, you know, I'm still like in communication with like my friends, you know, like I'll still like FaceTime my mom and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, um, you want to go get dinner or something? Um, so, you know, Like even though you're being dedicated to your studies, still try to find those breaks, and um, you know get some type of social interaction that will you know kind of lift your mood Mm -hmm. and put you in like better senses to you know come back later and you know hit the books hard or Mm -hmm. hit the screen hard because you know books (laughs) are kind of outdated now. um but yeah just i think that's kind of why i do um a lot to balance like social life and being um in stem so yeah um <laughs> for me um
2: my first year i don't really think that i like was able to find that balance cuz it was either like one or the other mm-hmm. um especially like the spring quarter but my grades reflected that bad um so I don't know, like, this year, at least, I haven't been, like, going out as much. I've been trying to do what Sophia <laughs> Sophia just advised <clears throat> to, like, prioritize exams, like, upcoming exams and, like, any deadlines. Like, if you see those, like, those dates, they're coming up, I try not to go out because, like, <laughs> I don't know. The parties, they're always going to be there. They're always going to yeah. happen. <laughs> they're always the same. So, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Um Maybe I'm just like partied out because I went too hard my first year, which is kind of, kind of what you're supposed to do. Not gonna advise you to do that though if you don't want to. But um, that's that's what it ended up being for me. So like I feel now I'm able to have like a much better balance and like prioritize my academics. Um, But yeah, that's like my personal,
0: (laughs) my little personal (laughs) feel. Yeah, I definitely felt that. I would also advise. Um, a way to kind of mesh both is to have study dates with your friends. Yeah. Whether it is you go to a cafe and you, like, you're still with them, but you're all working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, for me, that really helped. um, Yeah, that really helped me kind of find the balance and try not to – because I know sometimes, I know especially my first year when finals came, I kind of locked everyone out and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't go out at all. I was, like, just in my dorm, in the library, at Anderson, just – staring at the computer mm-hmm. and I wouldn't like allow myself to do fun things and I know that really took a toll on my mental health because I was always yeah. you know mm-hmm. it got really it got really hard because mm-hmm. it was I felt like that was the only thing I was doing yeah um, but yeah okay now into our last two questions um, what is your end goal um, slash what career do you want to pursue at the end Um. <clears throat> I
2: I've always wanted to go to med school. I don't know why. What, what like, went into my brain that made me decide that, but I want to go to med school, and um, they're very different, but I either want to go into psychiatry or to, um, like, being an OB-GYN, which is an obstetrician gynecologist, and those are, like, the people that help birth babies and, like, get women to pregnancies. Um, I don't know, just something about, like, feminine health and, like, the reproductive system of females, like, I don't know, just, like, being able to empower Latina women in, like, a medical field just sounds amazing. <clears throat> and then, um, psychiatry, like, mental health has always been something really important to me, so it's, like, I don't know, it's, either one of those things sounds really mm-hmm. fulfilling to me, and it's, like, very interesting, so... Yeah, I don't I really just wonder sometimes what possessed me. Want to go to med school. No, that
1: is so true. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, why did I choose this? <laughs> why did I choose Like, that? who let me? Who let, let me? me? I chose the degree. The degree did not choose me, which is <laughs> kind of insane. Um, but yeah, for me, um, I do want to go to med school as well, but I do want to take a gap year or two after oh, um, after, <laughs> after undergrad because yes, I feel yes. like I would be absolutely insane to go straight into another four years of school. Right. Um, but career-wise, um, I have been wanting to go into emergency medicine. Um, I just feel like I'm the type to get tired of, like, the same thing every day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like even though, like, there, there are certain things I do, like, a routine for, but... Um, I feel like with emergency medicine, you never know what you're gonna get or you never know what's gonna come to the door every day. every um emergency that happens is different, so I just feel like having that like you know adrenaline rush of like always being on your feet and like having i don't know. I, I don't I don't mean to be gruesome, but like having like a gunshot wound in like one <laughs> oh. one room and then like somebody with like a really bad stomach ache in another room mm-hmm. just like I don't know, it gives me a thrill. I don't, that, <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know what's going on with me, but like it just gives me like a thrill and like I don't know, it's just like it seems very exciting and I feel like it would be very rewarding for me personally to know that I'm like being someone's Savior, basically, you know, like saving somebody's life in mm-hmm. their times of extreme need, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't really know exactly what I want to do. I am especially totally fine. That's I ha- okay. Yeah, that is okay. Um, I have a general idea. I am mm-hmm. specializing in computing because I do want to go into tech. Oh. I'm not entirely sure what yet. I okay. do just know that it's in that general area yes, for yeah for sure um yeah. okay so it's okay yes it is okay yeah. it's, it's okay, okay. okay to not know what to, to do yet yeah. it is okay yes. to not know
1: what you're gonna do yet and y'all have time just take your time
2: yeah and especially like um i wanted to bring back like um Sophia mentioned gap years i'm also gonna take some gap years because it's <laughs> like Going into med school is an insane process. It's lot, Yeah. So I will be taking gap years. And I know that there's like this big stigma about them, but it's like you're not going out there and being lazy. Like during those gap years, you're going to be working, you're going to be getting your money up, getting your study up. And like, yes. Yes, That's that's exactly what you need to be doing. Because I was advised that it's like really good in your undergrad to focus on like your GPA Mm -hmm. and like all of your extracurriculars. And then like, if you need to take gap years, like go ahead and take gap years. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Because um, then, like, you get more time and more opportunities to, like, make some money, get your, maybe even, like, better grades if you do, like, different programs, like, post-bacs. And, like, there's just so many routes that you can take. And, like,
1: Gain getting more experience. Exactly. To, yeah. You know, yeah. volunteer experience for all my STEM buddies that do want to go into, mm-hmm. like, med school. You know, you got you got to get those clinical hours in. Right. So. <laughs> Yes.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with gap years, there's nothing wrong with like not knowing what you want to do. You have time. Mm-hmm. There's plenty
0: of time. Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, okay, for our last question, what um, is your favorite place to study on campus? Ooh,
1: I'm still... okay. I'm a Night Powell girly. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a Night Powell girly. I just love like the vibe in Night Powell. It gives a little, actually no. The like the main like long room of Powell gives like Harry Potter vibes, mm-hmm. and I'm a Harry Potter girl. <laughs> so um, I that's just like it gives me like study 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 like. This girl thinks she's writing on her parchment. I'm good. But yeah, like and then also like I work best when it's quiet. So, um, night pal definitely is, like, my type of environment, because, you know, everybody's dead silent, and, um, yeah.
2: I have too many. Like, <laughs> I I would love to switch it up, because it's like, I get bored of the same place. Um, for the longest time, it used to be YRL, the fifth <laughs> floor, yeah. um, because it was like, quiet, like, I'm mm-hmm. in my own little zone, like, no one's bothering me, but then I realized that, like... No one's watching me, so like, what if I go on TikTok for a little bit? So like, oh, <laughs> sometimes yeah. like I can't, and I'll like need someone to be around me, and like I need to feel accountable. Yeah. Yeah, like in the same space as like other people who mm-hmm. are studying. Mm-hmm. Um. So I recently discovered like the Rosenfeld Library, like mm-hmm. the that bottom. Is oh, it the bottom what? where they have like the view of the trees. Oh and, like, okay, the yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then. um or else, oh, there's like um, in North Campus, like near YRL and like, near like the North Campus um store, there's like a fireplace place, oh. like where you could go like study and like you could either sit like at the fireplace or like in like little tables around it. Mm-hmm. And there's like, oh, it's not like completely silent because I don't really like silence that much.
1: <laughs> Which is why
2: I don't like night powers. <laughs> so for all my girls who like need some noise around them, but like not necessarily like people talking to them. Yeah. um that's a really good place to go. And like I don't know. Um yeah, I think those are like my two spots. Yeah. YRL and that place. No, whatever, it's just, whatever
1: it's called.
0: Wherever it's called. Yeah. Um I definitely felt the thing about switching it up. Um I think for me I just kinda move around a lot but I really really like Anderson oh mm. yeah. yeah I really like Anderson's Anderson. a hot spot within Irvana's Yeah, rest. yeah definitely <laughs> um okay um any last final
1: comments Do you guys want to say anything you want to add um just thanks for having us on it was super um exciting to well for me i think i think have you been on the podcast before no i have never been on the podcast well i have so it was super fun to be back on um it was such a funny coincidence because um our historian this year kate she was the intern for historian last time i was on the podcast and now she is historian and her intern adriana is hosting so um, it was such a funny (laughs) that I I was in the episode where the interns hosted so that's funny that's cute um yeah
2: I just wanted to say thank you all for having me for like listening um I hope for all my stem baddies that you've gotten something out of this um just remember that if you need anything if you need advice if you need someone to like talk to about any issues that you may be having in like the stem field and like classes or whatever um or like figuring out whether you want to go to med school or not like I hope you know mm-hmm. that me, like, I'm always here for you, and I'm sure
0: Sophia
1: as yeah, well. Yes, um, for sure. <laughs> and Adriana, like, yes. we're all
2: here for you. Um, your Imana, like I said earlier, your Imanans want to see you succeed. Like, no one wants to see you fail, so never be afraid to, like, reach
0: out to us. Um, yeah.
2: Thank you all for listening. Yes. Love yeah, you all. for
0: sure. Love yes. you guys. Okay, thank you all for tuning in to this episode with Sophia and Anma, where we got to talk a little bit about our journeys in STEM. For today's episode, we are offering an academic hour, so keep out for the Google Google form when this episode drops. Remember to follow our podcast, "Baticas with your hermana, and our Instagram at at UCLA underscore HAU to get notified when we post a new episode. Bye, Bye. y'all!
2: Bye!